Howdy, everybody. It is Audrey Acton in for this week's episode of Women Are the Journey. Before we jump into this week's story of the shift, we are going to talk about the beta test for Meetings Goddess Style. The first thing I'm going to tell you about is Katie, who has already been through the program. And what she said is that this program was a game changer for me. I'd been confused for months about where to take my business and how to balance that with other projects that really had my heart engaged. In the Meetings Goddess Style program, I got almost immediate clarity that in and of itself would have made the program worthwhile for me. And then it got even better. Audrey is skilled at helping you work through all the roadblocks that come up when you're creating something new in your business. Our small group of amazing women was gently but firmly pushed forward by Audrey, not just dreaming about our businesses, but taking the right next steps to make things happen. And that was from Katie, who was amazing. What she created was incredible, and I love what she's doing today. It's not just getting together in groups. We're actually going to work on what you've got going on. You get homework. Well, right? Who wants to do homework? Well, uh, someone who wants to move their business forward, right? This can be a really lonely journey if we choose to keep it a lonely journey. That's what Meetings Gotta Style is all about, is making a choice to not be lonely in this journey anymore. It is to go and find those business best friends who are going to be there to lift you up, help you solve your problems, and Go chase your dreams and light that world on fire because that's what we started all of this for, isn't it? And now on to Anastasia McGillivray. She is a successful boudoir photographer and she helps courageous women feel beautiful, gain confidence that lasts, and get their spark back, especially after having kids. Anastasia believes that all women deserve to feel beautiful and sexy regardless of their size or their age. She has a fantastic story that starts in Russia and ends in California. She's smart, she's funny, and she has a fantastic story. Please enjoy Anastasia McGillivray. Howdy, everybody. It is Audrey Acton, and you are here for an episode of Women Are the Journey, and this week's Story of the Shift. This week, I have the fantastic Anastasia McGillivray in the room with me. Welcome in, Anastasia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm very excited and a little nervous that I overcame my fears, and I'm here. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is all about, baby. Let's get this going. Come on now. All yes, right. I'm ready. All right, cool. All right, so first things first, tell me where you're at space and time. What's happening with you right this minute? Right, right now, it's 1.13 p.m. <laughs> I'm in California in a little provincial town in North County, San Diego, in Fallbrook. And I am a badass fearless entrepreneur and I have a thriving boudoir photography business and I have been a portrait photographer for more than a decade and 
I switched my business to boudoir and fine art nude photography exclusively because I believe all women deserve to feel beautiful and confident regardless of how many pounds they lately gained or how old they are. It doesn't really matter for you to feel beautiful and comfortable in your skin. So I'm here uh, in this capacity and I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. I love that. And you're right down the road from me, really. We went yes. to it, like, you're only like an hour or so away from me. And where are you? I'm in Orange County. I'm in Anaheim Hills. Anaheim Hills. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love Orange County. You used to live there too. I have a question already, but I'm going to wait until you get your story going because I'm interested to know how you got <laughs> from, from doing portrait photography into boudoir. I'm sure there's a story there. So, mm. Mm, yes. There's so, a huge story. Yes. <laughs> And that is what we're here for, the good story. So let's start everything off and go to that crisis that got you started on this entrepreneurial journey. I want to say that now I'm thinking, since you asked me where I'm, I'm now in my journey, so now I'm always thinking that I'm awesome and beautiful and I really love myself to the point that it's getting dangerous <laughs> but I was not always like that that's why I want to share a story with you because and just explain why I'm so passionate about helping women grow confidence and how I discovered this photography genre and I want to shed some light on boudoir photography because I think it's a little bit overshadowed. So, yeah, all my life I struggled with low self-esteem. I was raised in the society that killed my confidence. Uh, my family members have been telling me that there was something wrong with me all the time, like my nose was too big or my forehead was too broad or I was as tall as a maple. So... Mm. I grew up with the perception that I was not good enough. I was not beautiful. I was never told that I was beautiful. So I had no confidence in myself and a very low self-esteem. I was full of fear. I was insecure, depressed, and ashamed. It came to the ridiculous point that I was afraid to smile or laugh because I thought my nose was getting bigger when I smiled. Aww. So that was as bad as that. <laughs> wow. uh, now it seems funny for me and ridiculous, but it was not back then. I attended countless therapy sessions and was seriously considering plastic surgery. But then came a moment when I said, all right, enough is enough. Um, I'm raising a, a daughter. She was seven years old back then. And I thought, how can I uh, raise my daughter to feel like a beautiful woman and to to consider herself a beautiful woman if I don't know how to do it myself. So I went on a journey to find beauty in this world. So eventually, uh, when I came to this country and I started over from scratch, it was 2005 and I thought it would be amazing for me to start doing what I love instead of seeking another job in a cubicle and I had a hard time to find a job because I, I was new to this country. I didn't know anything about it. So I just got in and started living my life, starting a new chapter. We didn't have any money. 
we hardly had any money for groceries. I remember one day we had to bring my daughter's birthday presents back to Walmart because we didn't have money to survive till the paycheck. And I remember I was envying a su Subway sandwich artist because he had a job. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, but I decided why would I need a job that I would hate? I would rather start my own business. <laughs> so I decided to start pursuing photography career and just work for myself. I remember it was a hard decision for me. I made a decision and I bought a $300 camera <laughs> and an $800 course, photography course uh, that was online. I found a way to pay for it, uh, even though we didn't have any money. And even though I didn't have any credit history in this country, <laughs> but I found a way. I started learning about photography and practicing as I go. So I shot like everything that I put my hands on, uh, weddings, families, babies, real estate, product photography. And my mentor once told me that I have to pick the niche uh, to specialize in. So I'm not um, a jack of all trades, but I didn't quite know exactly what I want to specialize in because I kind of like uh, everything. But then one day, my friend asked me to photograph her in lingerie, and uh, we made it like a, a big event out of it. So I invited a hair and makeup artist. She did her hair and makeup, and then I had the opportunity to photograph her and see how she opened up, how she let it all go, how she was, she felt sexy and beautiful. And after the session, when she saw her images, she was so elated. She loved like every single photograph that I took. And it's just an <laughs> incredible feeling. And I could see, her, see it in, in her eyes. And it gave me so much satisfaction. I felt like appreciative <laughs> of my work and I loved it too. So since then, I decided this is what I want to do. I want to sh shoot women. And I didn't even know about boudoir photography genre that it even existed. And then with time, I started learning more and more about it and realized there is a genre like that. So I just fell in love with it. <laughs> so that's how I, all, I started. I love that story. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I do have some questions because yeah. one of the things that I, I think is really interesting was that your defining moment for wanting to shift the way you looked at yourself came from looking at your daughter and realizing you did not want to give her what you had been given as a child. Yes that that feeling of lack and that feeling of not enough yes absolutely um, because i i believe it is a wrong place to be in it's not a happy place to be in because you cannot really create anything if you lack if you constantly think that you lack something if you constantly think that you're not enough how can you create and evolve as a human being if your thoughts are not focused on what you're going to create, on love, on affection, on your passion. Yes. Yeah, that's very important. 
Well, one of the things that struck me about that was you said you went on a search for beauty. Yes. I would love to know what you mean by that. Can you delve into that a little bit and tell everybody what you mean by a search for beauty? That's an interesting question. So I started uh, noticing when you're focused on something, you start noticing it more and more in your life. Mm -hmm. I felt like I lacked beauty around me. So I started looking for it. I made a mission out of it. (laughs) So I, I started looking for beauty in everything. I wake up, look at the trees, the beautiful weather. It's beautiful. I, I take a snapshot on, of that. I see beautiful couple going down the street. It's beautiful, uh, their relationship. It's a beautiful thing. Or happy kids running down the street. It's also beautiful. So I try to find beauty in everything that I see. <laughs> Maybe the way um, the groceries are set up in the grocery store is also beautiful to me. <laughs> everything. Start noticing more beauty and surround myself with it. Take the moment and appreciate it. That's what I mean. <laughs> and I love that because I think that it's really important It's a great distinction because for me, please tell me if I'm wrong, but it really sounds like in a, in a short way of putting it, you woke up one day and said, I'm not going to focus on the lack anymore. I'm going to focus on beauty because I want to surround myself with the feeling of beauty. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what I was talking about. (laughs) Yeah. and, And I love that. I think it's beautiful that you made a conscious choice to do that Mm -hmm. because so many of us, we say we want something. We say, Oh, I would love to see more beauty. I would love to feel better. I would love to pick your good thing that you want. Mm -hmm. I want this. And then we go about our day and forget that we asked for or wanted that whatever it was. But it sounds to me as if you took that to heart and expanded it into every aspect of your day of your life from that moment on yeah absolutely absolutely and it helped me to follow my passion with all my heart to truly believe that everything is beautiful around us since then i've been shooting boudoir and fine art nudes exclusively right and i never looked back i was totally blown away (laughs) I want to get to that in a minute, but there's a couple of other things that I want to touch on too. Sure. You really took a leap of faith Mm -hmm. by buying that camera and buying that course and jumping in. Had you ever done any kind of photography before? Had you thought about it? Was it just, (laughs) how did this decision come about? I have never done photography professionally, but I always loved taking pictures just snapping pictures i didn't know anything about the light how to chase the light how to look for the light anything like that because you know photography is all about light right i didn't know any <laughs> that stuff um i just whatever i saw i i took a snapshot i had my camera since i was a child lightroom our own bathroom <laughs> it was like <laughs> really light we shut down the light, uh, put the red light on, and we uh, processed all the photos, and my father uh, and my mother. So it was very fun. It was very fun, hands-on experience. I remember doing it since I was like six, seven years old. 
Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. But I never did it professionally. <laughs> I have two degrees, actually, that I earned in, in Russia. I'm where I'm from. I'm from Russia, Moscow. It, one is in linguistics. That's how I know English. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually used to know several languages, but not anymore. It's just my Russian uh, and English. That's all. And I keep joking, like, I didn't learn quite English yet, but I already forgot Russian. Because <laughs> sometimes if you, use, if you use one language, you start forgetting another one. Yes. So, Russian is my mother tongue. And sometimes I forget the words. <laughs> so I have a linguistic background. So I have another degree in public diplomacy. <laughs> so, public diplomacy. Yes. That's funny. Actually, I mean, I can see that that would go with the photography business in a way. No, it looks really good. You're looking fantastic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Except that you actually do see a beauty in everybody. So that's just, that's not diplomatic. That's literally. You know, but. <laughs> I kind of veered away from that. I found my past, true past. Can I get a time frame too? I'd like a timeline. Were you actually in the U.S. Mm -hmm. when you decided to step into buying that camera and taking that course, correct? Yes, in okay, 2005. So you were here, you guys were broke, you had no money coming in, and you decide to step into that. And I guess one of the things that really pops out at me is that you talked about being full of fear and ashamed of yourself. And, and of course, going through all the therapy and everything helps. And I'm just wondering, because it sounds so incredibly brave to me to have stepped out that leap of faith and trust into, I'm going to buy this camera. I'm going to take this course. That's a huge shift in my mind. That's a long way away from that moment. Can you talk a little bit more about that moment of being able to take that leap of faith? Oh, yeah, sure. A lot of people are asking me this question, but I seriously say one thing, that I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I knew for sure I made a decision not to go back to this cubicle life, um, corporate America, because it was not interesting for me. Like back in Russia, I worked in the American embassy for eight years. And this is how I met my husband when he was on a job there, had a temporary job. So I met my husband. We worked together. And then it was so boring for me. It didn't give me any satisfaction. I was just sitting there <laughs> without any, any light in front of me. It was just killing my creativity. I tried to do creative things, but I didn't feel like it was appreciated. <laughs> and I was exhausted. I didn't want this life anymore. And it was just perfect when my back then boyfriend proposed to me. And we decided that we're going to start a new life in America. Mm -hmm. So I just went for it. I took my girl. She was seven years old back then. And we just started a new life. I didn't really have a choice. I, I knew for sure that I didn't want <laughs> to go back to the cubicle and just watch my life 
going to drain <laughs> and not do anything, don't, don't, not make any difference in other people's lives. So it was not an option for me. That's I, I just took the leap of faith. I love <laughs> bought the that. camera and bought the course. Not an option. I think that it's lovely what you were talking about, that there's no choice, that you had no choice in the matter. Yes, absolutely. I felt like I didn't have any choice. I just took the leap and went for it. <laughs> and I think that that's what's really cool about what you're talking about is that that feels like such a basis of trust in yourself, in the universe, in all of the things that you would come to in this moment that you were able to say to yourself, this is it. There's nowhere else to go. This is it. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I love and appreciate myself for that. <laughs> and that's just it, is that I, to me, it sounds like a huge journey all the way around, of course, because from a moment of being full of fear and ashamed of who you were and all of those things to simply knowing and not being able to look and go any other direction but where you really wanted to go. There was no choice. And I, I just think that that's beautiful, really. Thank you. <laughs> I really do. I think that is stunningly beautiful. Took the leap and went for it. <laughs> I think so many of us wonder and worry and go back and forth and request opinions from other people and say, hey, what do you think? And yet here you were not even thinking about it, just knowing. I had no choice but to move into that space. Yes, absolutely. I felt like I could do whatever I want. And if I decide to do whatever I want, why wouldn't I just go for something that I love? Uh, and I didn't want anybody's validation or the proof uh, or somebody's opinion. I could care less. <laughs> yeah, that's what helped me to build this business of my dreams. What a huge shift. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Now, one of the things that you talked about was, of course, and this is how all photographers start out, where you go shoot everybody. It's headshots, it's weddings, it's graduations, <laughs> it's all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know you said something about this, but had you ever even really heard of boudoir photography before? I have not. <laughs> I have never heard of that. That is amazing. So even during the course that you took, there was no boudoir talked about in the course. No, it was not talked about in the course. You know what's weird? When I came to this country, uh, for some reason, naked body is perceived here so <laughs> weirdly <laughs> in the United States. No offense, but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, that's it's strange for me that women have to fight for their right to feed their babies in public uncovered. Yeah. Well, that's strange for me because in, in my culture, uh, we don't have this problem. <laughs> I remember when I lived in Moscow and I was always breastfeeding my baby in public, I didn't have any cover on her. It didn't even occur to me <laughs> that I, I had to put something on the top of my baby's head because. Um, because of the fear or somebody will take it the wrong way. Yeah, or be offended. 
uh, it, it didn't even occur to me that I was doing something out of the norm because everybody was doing that. <laughs> and I didn't feel any shame whatsoever of doing, by, by doing that. I just had to feed my baby. I didn't care if somebody sees my breast or not. Right. <laughs> I had to feed my baby. That was my priority for me. And when I came here, I was surprised how people perceived nudity because I was raised with the idea that America is all about <laughs> sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> and when I came here, I didn't feel that. I thought, where is all that fun stuff that they're talking about? <laughs> yeah, and you're in California where it's supposed to be everywhere. <laughs> And instead, we have people getting pissed at you because you're breastfeeding in public. It just blows my mind, too. <laughs> yeah, and eventually I learned your ways, but I started feeling very vulnerable to put myself out there with my business uh, that I'm very passionate about and being criticized in the most negative way you can probably, yeah. you can never imagine. <laughs> I encountered certain intolerance when uh, posting my works uh, on social media especially on facebook uh, so i got shamed and took a lot of criticism along the way <laughs> the criticism was aimed not at my work but for for the fact of posting a photograph of a nude woman so some folks called me a distasteful and horrible human being because in their mind i was insulting or even breaking up marriages and family values. <laughs> so these are serious accusations that were built on one single photo of a nude woman. So that was strange for me because I was raised with, when my mother, uh, my parents took me to the museums of uh, fine art and the naked kid bodies were all over the place. It was not something like extraordinary to see a naked body. It was a norm. Yeah, I got comments like it's disgusting. <laughs> People called me a pornographer, <laughs> called me a horrible person uh, who is breaking up marriages. But with time, I just formed a thick skin towards negativity. I'm so busy with my business right now, helping women change their lives. So I don't have time on these negative comments. <laughs> and those people are going to self-select themselves out of your life anyway. Yes. <laughs> They end up, they end up just going, well, yeah, they're, I can't look at all of her stuff anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not about me, it's about them, but it took me a while to realize that and to build that confidence in myself and my work and what I present to the world. I see boudoir or fine art nude photography as a celebration of women's femininity and unique femininity without any shame whatsoever. That's why I just, I ignore these comments. I personally choose yeah. positivity. And I love that. <laughs> I, I think that's outstanding because it's not about anybody else, but the way that they feel. Yes. They're probably some, they're going through some insecurities themselves. So, And that's their issue. That ain't nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But it's, you know, it's, it's easy to to give pain to somebody else than take yes. pain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's always easy to point the finger at someone else and say, you're doing it bad and you're making me feel bad instead of saying, I feel bad. Yeah. No, you make me feel <laughs> bad. That's a terrible thing that we do. Yeah. Let's move into 
what is the meaning of your business for yourself? What is the purpose of what you're doing now for you, mm -hmm. not for anybody else, but for you? Why is what you do important for you? You know, it's very healing experience, uh, not only for the women that I photograph, but for me as well. So back to my story, my personal journey, and the fact that I lacked confidence and had a very low self-esteem actually was the best thing that happened to me. Right. <laughs> uh, it helped me realize that when you truly accept and love and embrace who you are, you open up to all the gifts that this wonderful life has to offer. And when I realized how much of our precious energy we're wasting on negative thought, self-doubt, self-criticism, self-hate that hold us back, that was shocking, really shocking. I thought, what a waste of time. I wasted 35 years of my life hating myself. I made a promise to myself that I will never let it happen to me again or any other women that I meet on my path. It sounds like to me that everyone that you're photographing is a reflection of your self-confidence for them, as well as for yourself. It is, it is, it really is. The great portrait is a reflection of the, of the painter. It's true, that's, a, <laughs> that's what art is all about. Yes. All right, I love that. <laughs> Let's talk about how you run your business because you're really in a feminine type of business. Photography is very artsy. You're doing boudoir photography, which is almost strictly feminine, I would think. Yes. Here's a question for you. Have you done couples? Uh, I never did. I uh, decided that I will focus on just women. I never had a chance to do couples. It, it sounds intriguing and interesting, but I never had a chance. If somebody would approach me and say, would you shoot us? Uh, I'd say, yeah, let's go for it. But I decided that it would, my business would be exclusively for women <laughs> because men usually don't have a problem with confidence. When my husband looks in the mirror, he says, look at this sexy guy. <laughs> So he doesn't have any problems with that. <laughs> but we women do for some reason. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> All you have to do is look at any woman's magazine right now, any day, on any given day, on any given day, <laughs> and it will tell you how horrible you are because you don't do X, Y, and Z, and you don't wear this and that, and you're not using the right makeup. And by the That's way, true. you're five pounds heavy at a bare minimum. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And that's why there's another thing, uh, another challenge for my business, because actually to convince a woman to be in front of the camera, it's very challenging. I hear the same excuses over and over again. Yeah. I need to lose weight first. I need to lose 20 pounds, 50 pounds, whatever. I'm not that brave. I'm too shy. I don't know how to look sexy. It's scary. I don't know if I could look as good as women on your website. But every single woman who comes to my door feels exactly the same. And I know and I totally understand what's going on through their minds, through their heads, because the same thoughts went right. through mine all the time. <laughs> but I was able to overcome these challenges and dismiss these negative thoughts that are actually ruining our lives. And through my own experience, I try to explain women that everything that we do in life is controlled by our confidence 
And if you could change the way that you see yourself, your whole life will shift with it. If you see yourself as a beautiful woman, your whole life will shift. And it's really very transformational. Imagine you did the session and you have a beautiful portrait of yourself uh, from the session and you put it in your bedroom on a nightstand next to your bed. And it is the first thing that you see every day you wake up. Imagine how it will impact your day when you see yourself as a beautiful person every single freaking day. I love that. It's very powerful. That is powerful. <laughs> I love that. That is brilliant. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Back to your question, how I run my business in, in a feminine fashion. Well, you probably noticed I have a very soft, cheerful, and positive personality. So I just cheer on my clients a lot. <laughs> I always remind them how beautiful they are along the way, starting from our initial consultation till the end of the reveal session. Because I'm a words of affirmation person and I love to give compliments <laughs> and see great and beautiful things in people. That's just my personality. I'm words of affirmation. <laughs> it's easy for All me. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> my question too, because there's something else here with your intuition and your trust in yourself. I have a feeling that you run sort of the businessy side of your business in that fashion as well. Yes. Another tip I wanted to give from the female and entrepreneurs is to follow your feminine intuition. Yeah. It's a huge one. Just follow your heart, follow your intuition. Celebrate yourself more often. I started celebrating myself more often. I don't wait for other people's validation yeah. anymore. <laughs> I feel like if there's anything it's forced to be celebrated, I'll go ahead and do that. Like overcame my fear today. I came to do the podcast with you. I'm going to celebrate it right now. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think that's brilliant. Yes. I wake up feeling that I'm awesome and feel great. I'm going to celebrate it. If I landed a, like a client, I celebrate it. I think the, the celebration that, that really is keen to me, just listening to what you've talked about so far, is the waking up that you just said, having that photograph on your bedside table and immediately being able to celebrate yourself before you even rolled out of bed, before you barely even opened your eyes, there you are looking back at yourself, beautiful and full of life. I just think that celebration is brilliant. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how it will impact your day if you wake up with the feeling and and you have the proof that yeah. nobody can take it away from you. It's there or it's there for you all day every day. I love it. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. You did just say one, but let's go through your business tips, your top tips for women entrepreneurs out there. So the one was follow your intuition. And in a way, I and I know that a lot of people say that, but I don't want to necessarily say how, but what does that mean to you? Mm. Well, I'll give you an example. We're taught all this through courses, online courses, how to run your business, 
and they're mostly taught in a masculine way. You have to be logical. You have to do this, this, and that. But sometimes it feels like it's still logical. I'm not a logical person. And do something that inspires you at the moment. For example, I run a group of women, for women, who want to feel confident and beautiful and gain their spark back. I teach them, <laughs> and we talk a lot about uh, confidence, and uh, I spark a lot of conversations about this subject. One day, I just decided, okay, let's do the contest, like post your favorite picture from the Mother's Day. We just had a beautiful Mother's Day, post your fa- favorite picture, you'll win a boudoir session with me worth $500. Or another day, we went to celebrate uh, Sunday with my friends and we spent about $100 on uh, mimosas and I thought oh that would be a good interesting contest to run in my group let's do this whoever guesses the right <laughs> amount <laughs> the right amount of money we spend of mimosas will win a boudoir session with me so it's just <laughs> following your intuition and just be um authentic with who you are and these little contests the silly things but they bring me clients and one girl who won the contest spent five thousand dollars on me wow (laughs) and i did nothing i just the silly contest (laughs) and and we had time doing that you know we had time drinking mimosas we had time enjoying ourselves we celebrated the sunday That's all we did. (laughs) Well, I love what you just said. And that fits with the mimosa story, which is what's inspiring you in the moment. Yes. I think that's a really good intuitive push or recognition. What's inspiring you right now? Yeah. It's that path of least resistance. That's the way I always look at it. That's beautiful. I love that. (laughs) Did you have any other tips? Yes, another tip. So I talked about uh, follow your intuition and self-celebration is huge. What else? Oh, yes, I have a tip. If you're scared of something, it means you should go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be scared of a lot of things, but the more I do them, the more I get used to them. I used to be scared of Facebook Lives. Now, I don't have any problem with uh, doing Facebook lives at all. I, I cannot, I still cannot talk off the cuff, but with a little preparation, I'm totally fine with them. I was totally scared of uh, <laughs> jumping on a podcast with you. Yeah. <laughs> you remember <clears throat> I had my hesitations, but I decided, well, let's go for it. Yeah. I have to do it. <laughs> So I overcame my my fear and I did it. It's super fun. I'm having a great time right now. And I wouldn't have had it if I said no. Very true. Say yes to more things. Say yes to more things. I like that. (laughs) Now let's get to who are your clients? Why do they need you? And what do you do for them? My clients are women over 30 who have been trapped in a routine of doing everything they can for their loved ones, for their kids, for their husbands, and who forgot about themselves, who who forgot who they were on this path of doing that and serving others. 
and they kind of lost their spark and their confidence and who who cannot look in the mirror without feeling like ashamed with their weight weight gained or something like that these are my ideal clients who know that deep in their heart that if they have proof to feel that they can feel beautiful they can feel confident it will bring a lot of value to their lives it will get their spark back it will give them a better relationship uh, with their husband with their children and they'll just open up a lot of opportunities for them that they're not even aware of it will give them the confidence to create and do great things in life that they thought they can't so these are kind of my clients and i have so many success stories so many women for whom this experience was life-changing one woman was struggling with depression for so many years and when she didn't give up she somehow the universe brought her to me and it totally changed the trajectory of her life she was no longer depressed uh, she was outward she she started feeling joy in her body in spite of the, all these pounds she lately gained it didn't matter for her even when how she says in my chubby body she felt comfortable she she was no longer ashamed she felt comfortable she she felt beautiful there was another client she was 65 she had six children, 13 grandchildren. And her husband always tells her how beautiful she is, but she never believed him. Aww. After the session, it made her realize that she was beautiful and sexy. And now she can appreciate and recognize her value. Another woman, she was lonely her entire life. She never had a family. She was in her 40s. And she struggled because she didn't know her values. She, she was very shy, very timid, didn't believe in her beauty, didn't believe she was beautiful. But after the session, she like, after like 10 minutes during the session, she was, she turned into like a beautiful goddess, <laughs> unstoppable goddess. And two months later, she called me to invite me to her wedding. Isn't it incredible? Wow. <laughs> All the stories that, happen all the time that all is the time amazing i feel like we could probably spend an hour just with your stories that's fantastic i love that i love 65 years old yes you're never too old to do this no never too old i think that's absolutely brilliant and i absolutely love it thank you all right you have a free gift that you are going to be offering everybody could you tell us a little bit about that Yes, so the gift is I created this guide. It's very, a very short and entertaining guide how to complement any body type with lingerie and how to choose lingerie for any body type. It's a, like a little one page infographics that helps you define your body type and what lingerie to pick specifically for your body type <laughs> and which complements you most. Perfect. I love that. It's very appropriate for this segment. <laughs> well, it doesn't, I, you know, this is the thing is whatever is appropriate for you is appropriate. And I'm, and I'm not talking like you specifically, I'm talking yes. the you in general. What is, what is 
appropriate for me and for you and for everybody out there is appropriate for us individually. So in my mind, what's appropriate is subjective. Yes. And so I think this is brilliant because so many women look at lingerie as this necessary evil in a way. All right, I have to get it. Or it's Valentine's Day, I guess I need to put this on or whatever the thing is. And most of us walk into, say, a Victoria's Secret and look at this enormous store full of stuff that is just intimidating. And I think it's brilliant to be able to look at ourselves and be able to go, well, maybe that's the best thing for me. Let me try those on and see what happens. It's a little bit more purposeful than walking around going, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel beautiful, you should do it. Yes. I, a lot of women that come to me, they, they come without any lingerie. They say, I, I don't want any lingerie. I just want to do like nude session. That's awesome. <laughs> and I totally embrace that. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. You don't need anything else. Your body is beautiful like it is. So you don't need to cover anything else. <laughs> That's lovely. All right, cool. Well, thank you for offering <laughs> that. I appreciate that. And I'm sure everybody will be like, that's a silly. Of course. That's a silly go-to. Don't say no to this. Go click on this and go get this. This is super easy to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. It's a fun in informational. <laughs> Anastasia, it has been fantastic to have you here. And I want to thank you for being open, for sharing for coming through the fear and doing it anyway. And I hope that you enjoyed yourself. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it so much that you, that you pushed me <laughs> and, and cheered me on <laughs> <laughs> With, and to make the right decision. Thank you so much. It was joy to be here and you are joy to be around. Thank you. You were so helpful and tremendously supportive i really really appreciate it i hope this episode will help other women to look different on themselves well that's <laughs> the whole idea isn't it absolutely everything that you're talking about is creating a sense of self-confidence in the self yes and even if they live not in your area maybe it's something that spurs someone to go to their local boudoir photographer and say, Hey, I just listened to this podcast. I need you to make me feel better or help me, help me feel better. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt about that. And uh, every woman should do it. It's a must. It, you have to go, <laughs> you have to go and embrace your fears and just do it. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's really fun. I love that. Embrace your fears and do it, ladies. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I think that the biggest thing that you've said it for me, because most women look at a boudoir shot as for their significant other, mm. for their partner. And you're talking about it in the complete opposite, that this has nothing to do with them and everything to do with self. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a huge cover up. They think that they need a significant other to give 
it is a gift, but it's the best gift for yourself. If you dig deeper, every woman does it just for, for herself. It's not for somebody else. It's for herself. <laughs> awesome. Love it. What a fabulous way to end the interview on that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right, Anastasia, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for sharing all your info and for being you. It has been great. All right. And that is it for this episode. Make sure that you subscribe, that you like, that you comment, that you leave a five-star review because, you know, five stars, that's what we are. We're five stars around here. And that is it. And I will be seeing everybody on the other side. Thanks for joining us. See ya. If you would like to get some more information on running your business in a more feminine fashion, I am just an email away and I can definitely help you with that. My email is in the bio. Drop me a line and I will get back to you. Other than that, leave me a comment, give me a like, hit that subscribe button and share this episode out with your friends. Thanks for listening in. You can catch me on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher at Women Are The Journey. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the other side.